Hello and welcome to the Blind Hornback Podcast. This is episode number two. And um, before we get started, uh, I want to uh, encourage you to go check out my friend Stokes Nielsen. His podcast is Stokes and Friends, S-T-O-K-E-S-A-N-D, Friends, F-R-I-E-N-D-S. Stokes and Friends, you can find it on um, you can find it on Apple um, and you can on Apple Podcasts and you can also find it on YouTube. Uh, Stokes Nielsen uh, used to uh, be with the Lost Trailers, uh, singer-songwriter, and um, he has Stokes and Friends um, podcast. You can also find him on Instagram at Stokes, S-T-O-K-E-S-A-N-D, Friends, F-R-I-E-N-D-S, and on Twitter at Stokes with the letter N, Friends, F-R-I-E-N-D-S. So go check out Stokes and Friends podcast. So this is Tuesday, November the 10th, and this is the second episode of the Brian Hornback Podcast. And you may wonder, why is he wearing a plaid hat with the state of Tennessee? And I want to talk a little bit on this podcast about um, our state senator, our United States Senator, Lamar Alexander. Uh, obviously, as many of you that do know, um, and I talked about in the introduction, the fact that um, I've been involved in politics, I guess, for a better part of almost four decades. Um, but one of my um, one of my early remembrances is when Lamar Alexander uh, walked across the state of Tennessee to become governor. And that was in the late 70s. Um, and um, he actually uh, was elected, and uh, I was able to attend, as a, as a young man, uh, his first inauguration. My parents uh, were uh, school bus contractors. Um, out in East Knox County. Uh, they provided a school bus uh, for the county, um, and uh, they hauled the Carter High School band to the first inauguration, and I was able to ride along. Um, and so that was um, was my first introduction to Lamar Alexander. Um, and then obviously um, Lamar served for eight years. Uh, he went on and then became um, the president of the University of Tennessee, and uh, in 2002, while I was serving on the Knox County School Board, um, Lamar decided to run for the United States Senate. And during that campaign, um, he chose to uh, to visit um, one of the schools in my district, Cedar Bluff Middle School. And uh, I was happy to um, take him around and introduce him to the faculty and staff of Cedar Bluff Middle School as he ran for the United States Senate. Um, for several years, uh, I went to Washington uh, to advocate on behalf of public education uh, in my role with the um, as a as a board of director of the um, Tennessee School Boards Association. And uh, Lamar never lost um, he never lost the fact that um, he represented Tennessee and uh, he represented um, where he's from. And so. Um, you know, a lot of my friends don't understand uh, why, uh, as a con Christian conservative, um, that I didn't always, um, that, that I wasn't uh, one of those that fell out with Lamar because he's been perceived as somewhat of a moderate. Uh, some would even call him a liberal. But um, for me, it was always a situation where um, I remembered him from when he ran for governor, and he's always been accessible to me. And, um, and I've appreciated that. Uh, and then when I became Republican Party chairman 
from 2005 to 2007. Uh, every time that Lamar would come uh, to Knoxville, Knox County, uh, I would be there. And uh, when he gets out of a car, he remembers me. Um, and actually, just a few weeks ago, uh, I went to what I thought was a an event that was only a, a solid on a, a media schedule for Governor Bill Lee. And I went out to Oak Ridge and um, come to find out uh, not only was Bill Lee there, but Congressman Chuck Fleischman, our United States Senator Lamar Alexander, and the um, Secretary of the Department of Energy were there. And again, Lamar recognized me and um, we were able to visit. And uh, I guess the last time we were able to visit for any length of time was a, about a year ago, last September. Uh, he came in and was the keynote speaker at the government official and business leaders lunch at the Tennessee Valley Fair on the first day that the, the fair opened. And um, we went through the lunch line together. I had a picture made and I was wearing a rather flashy paisley a sport coat, and um, he actually said that uh, he would like to wear that on the Senate floor. And I told him I'd let him borrow it, but you know, swallow him up because I'm a bit of a bigger guy than he is. Um, but um, that's what I've respected about Lamar. Um, he is um, he's coming home uh, to Blount County. Uh, he and uh, Honey, his wife, are going to make their home over on West Miller's Cove in Blount County, and um, they're going to be back here with us uh, as he retires. So last Tuesday, uh, the man who's going to replace him, Bill Hagerty, uh, won a, a significant um, a win against uh, a, a Democrat opponent, Marquita Bradshaw. And um, I was able to see uh, Ambassador Hagerty, now Senator-elect Bill Hagerty, a couple of times last week. Uh, last Tuesday, uh, he had a campaign event here uh, on election day at a Scrambled Jake's in Rocky Hill in West Knoxville. And I uh, had, a, had a packed crowd there for that. Uh, former Governor uh, Bill Haslam was there and I uh, was able to visit with him briefly. Um, and then um, obviously he went on to, to uh, Bill Haggerty went on to win the, um, the U.S. Senate race that night, Tuesday night. And um, he was back here on Thursday, back in Knoxville on Thursday for a celebration lunch where uh, many people from across East Tennessee came uh, to help celebrate that uh, win with Ambassador, now Senator-elect Bill Haggerty. Uh, I believe he's going to be a good conservative. Uh, he's going to complement and work with Marsha Blackburn very well, and uh, looking forward to um, everything that Marsha Blackburn and Bill Haggerty are able to do, uh, not only for Tennessee, but as well for our country. Um, now that we're at almost at the halfway point, I do want to thank you for tuning in to the Brian Hornback podcast. Um, I'm currently on Anchor FM, on Breaker, Google Podcasts, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Spotify, and of course right here on this YouTube channel. So I would encourage you to like, comment, share, and above all, subscribe to the YouTube channel. And um and uh, be sure and, and follow us everywhere you can. Uh, I do want to uh, encourage you to um, visit um, one of my advertisers, Matlock Tire. Uh, they have five locations uh, where they started uh, three generations ago in Lenore City, Athens, Tennessee, Maryville, Tennessee, the new one in Hardin Valley, and of course the one that I like right here in the town of Farragut in West Knoxville. 
uh, you can go to matlocktireservice.com and find their locations and their contact information. But if you need tires, if you need uh, auto repair, whatever you need for your car and transportation, you can find it at Matlock Tire. So go tell Jimmy or Joe that uh, Brian sent you, and uh, I would appreciate that. So um, now let's turn for the last part of this podcast and talk about what's going on in Knox County. Um, there's a lot of things going on. There was a, a meeting today, a committee on committees, uh, an internal situation that the county commission has a lot of committees, um, and they, um, they're trying to determine uh, are they all um, legitimate working committees. Um, the big thing has been going on for three months or so here in Knox County is uh, obviously the, the COVID pandemic and um, public forum at the county commission. Tonight they had about 11 or 12 people signed up. Uh, people get five minutes each, and um, they all got heard. And uh, the meeting was over before 7 p.m. tonight, which is kind of unusual. Um, the last couple of months, uh, they've been meeting and uh, been going till midnight, uh, 1 o'clock in the morning. Uh, but uh, tonight they got done rather quickly. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's, it's a situation where when you sign up for a public forum, um, you should get five minutes to speak. Um, I think uh, tensions were raw last month at the October meeting, uh, and the chairman wanted to adjourn before he heard the last six people. And um, to say it was a mini riot is probably an understatement. Uh, but those folks, the other 10 commissioners, uh, ensured that um, they stayed until those people were heard. Uh, and tonight um, was a little more civil. Um, but uh, again, you know, we, we don't know for sure what's happening um, with the presidential election. Um, we know, um, you know, obviously, as I've already talked about, Bill Hagerty uh, was elected Tuesday uh, here locally. Um, Tim Burchett was reelected uh, overwhelmingly. Um, Diana Harshbarger, the new Congresswoman uh, elect from the first district, was elected. Um, and, every, and Republicans across all eight districts, congressional districts were reelected, and Steve Cohen, the lone Democrat from Memphis, was reelected. Um, and then, uh, of course, locally, uh, the Republicans all uh, kept the state house seats, um, except for uh, Gloria Johnson and Sam McKenzie, I should say, in districts 13 and 15. Those have been held by Democrats, Gloria Johnson and Sam McKenzie. Uh, the 14th district, uh, Jason Zachary uh, held on to that seat. Uh, in 16, uh, Michelle Carringer was elected to replace Bill Dunn. And just today, uh, Bill Dunn has picked up a job. He was only unemployed for six days. Uh, he picked up a job as a consultant with the uh, Commissioner of Education. He was appointed by Bill, Governor Bill Lee. Uh, Bill Dunn's uh, now got a job. He was unemployed for six days. Um, and then in uh, District uh, 18, Eddie Manis um, clearly had uh, Donald Trump coattails, uh, which is kind of interesting if you follow that short, that race in the primary, because if you look at the absentee votes, um, Virginia Couch had a pretty, you know, about an eight to ten percent um, win uh, on absentee votes. Eddie Manis had about an eight to ten. Uh, percent uh, lead on the um, on the early votes, and then on election day, 
put Eddie Manis over the top, and um, he had a significant win. And uh, most of those votes, if you look at Michelle Kanger's race, if you look at, at um, most of the races, you'll see that Trump had a significant, in Tennessee, uh, election day bump. And so uh, it's interesting that Eddie Manis would have um, uh, really gotten that, that Donald Trump uh, bump that he did. In District 19, uh, Dave Wright was unopposed. In District 89, Justin Lafferty was basically unopposed. He had an independent named Greg Mills that ran, but he also had a Democrat who ran as a write-in, uh, Kerry Keeling, and she came in with right at um, 763, a little less than 800 write-in votes. I don't think that's significant that you can get 800 people to write your name in. And uh, it's easier now because of the... Um, because of the fact that we're doing it on paper and pen, right? Uh, but um, but I went through, if you go check me out on brianhornback.com, I went through and wrote several stories over the weekend um, that kind of, it's, it's a fun thing that I enjoy to doing. And a lot of people tell me they enjoy reading it, is after the elections, I'll go through and, and give a sampling of some of the write-in votes. And um, there were a lot of votes cast in Knox County, um, uh, last Tuesday, and so it took a while to go through all those all those images, but um, those stories are up on brianhornback.com. would encourage you to go check those out. Um, and then um, here in Knoxville, we had a couple of um, amendments, um, charter amendments for our, our form of government as a charter form of government. One was that the uh, law director would be appointed by the county mayor instead of elected. There's actually a, a campaign, an organized campaign, um, to um, to vote that down, and uh, it was voted down 80 percent. Then there was another um, there's another issue out there uh, that was voted down slightly, and it has to do with the um, county mayor right now can sign any number of contracts uh, under a hundred thousand dollars, and there's really no transparency. Uh, we don't know who those are to, what it's for. And so there was a charter amendment that he would have to tell the commission, uh, just give them a list every month of these are the contracts that I signed, who, it's, who it is and who it's, what it's for. Um, and that too got voted down by, by a smaller margin than the other amendment. But I'm hearing that there's some commissioners that might uh, present an ordinance to uh, kind of deal with that one. So. We'll talk about that in future episodes. Um, I really want to get into next podcast, which will be come out on Friday. I uh, really want to talk about these public forum uh, changes that the county commission want to implement on um, on next Monday night, a week from last night. And uh, we're going to talk about that on Friday uh, because I'm now over 15 minutes. I'm trying to keep this at 15 minutes. Uh, but we'll talk about that on Friday. I want you to be sure and listen uh, and be sure and uh, follow along, brianhornback.com. Again, this is episode two. Thanks for sticking with us, sticking with me to this point, and uh, we'll see you again real soon.